tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey! District missionary. Yes, from District Nine. Oh my God! Uh What's going on, everybody? As you see, we just already praising them. We already turned up. This is, of course, the Preachers of LA After Show, Episode Three. I'm your host, Lim Gonzalez, and of course, I'm not here by myself. No, because I got my choir with me. Uh, Y'all give it up for Miss Megan Thomas to the left of me. Yeah, something like District Missionary <laughs> Jenkins. Yes, uh, I'm auditioning for the head right, of the choir. Right, I see that. Um, and that then we have the, that our, said the choir. The, the choir. The, the choir. Not the choir, the exactly, choir. Exactly, exactly. And we have, uh, we can't have our, you know, we also have an usher, uh, Miss Corinne <laughs> oh, Williams. Oh, I got to be out <laughs> I am What you mean? I am Missionary Williams. I'm just saying, like, the usher keeps the order. Like, missionary oh, The head will be last and the last will be the first. Oh, oh God, y'all twisting all the scriptures. The head will be last and the last will be first. Lord Jesus, can we go back to Sunday school, please? Please, can we go back to Sunday school? All right, so we're going to get into this episode. Um, Man, a lot going on, as always. Um, Let's start off with the beginning. So um, Dietrich's mom uh, wants Dietrich and Dominic to go to counseling. Right. right? So she makes that apparent. Um, She's talking with Dietrich, having a kind of heart-to-heart as they're walking down the street or what have you. Um, What do you think about that? Do you think that's a good idea? You think – I know that there's a – uh, you know, there's kind of a divide a lot of times when it comes to couples in in, in Christian homes. You know, they feel like counseling should come from their pastor yeah. or somebody from the church. Um, and, you know, Deidre was very adamant. I want it to be somebody outside the church that can have a, a, a general opinion right. about what's going on without that. So what is your what is your thinking on that? I mean, I believe him because he's he's a, he's already had one marriage, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, I did everything biblically right mm-hmm. if, according to what I thought. So clearly, there's other parts because let's just be honest: Bible is not the only thing that you can get knowledge from when it comes to how to be a, a great husband. Right? You know what I mean? Like right. you get your basis from there, but there's just mm-hmm. simple everyday social things that you can learn from somebody who is a, someone who is well-versed in right. relationships and, and how families should be. So for him to say, you know, I just want somebody for sure who knows what they, they're talking about, especially medically, scientifically, mm-hmm. whatever, because mm-hmm. I got the godly part down. I got the spirit. I got the Holy Spirit that can tell me what I'm right. doing wrong. But I might also need some help from somebody who can spin things and in a scientific way. Opinion. True, yeah. right. true. Yeah. No, I and, I and I agree with you. I think, um, and it touches uh, more on this episode as we go further, there's a lot of um, times that 
you know, we'll just, I'll just use the term Christian very loosely, you know, just covering a lot of people that go to church or whatever. Right. Thank you. And I think that there's a lot of things that in the natural that they kind of dispel and don't do. Like for instance, you know, going to the hospital, you know, going to the doctor, like, Oh, Jesus going to heal me. Um, like, no, Jesus gave the doctor knowledge on how to treat you (laughs) with your diabetes. (laughs) So so go to the doctor. (laughs) Right. Uh, and get treated, you know. Right. So it's the same thing in any type of profession, getting a lawyer, you know, all these things that we do. So I think a lot of times people feel it as taboo, but I think it is uh, apparent and it is, I think you should definitely do that and seek the outside up, not just, right. you know, Auntie May. You know, Auntie May can give you some insight, now. but, you know, go to this doctor. And this right. was a, uh, an actual doctor that, that helped him. I so think I think that it was good. his mom made a really good point, you know, um, just being more proactive than reactive. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think that that's a, that's a key piece in just anything, not just in your relationships, but in anything that you're doing, you always want to be proactive and, and think ahead. Right. And so I, I, I just valued that part. And I was very happy that they both were into actually, you know, seeing a mediator mm-hmm. or a counselor. So that was really good. And I do love the relationship that Dietrich has with his mom. I thought it was cute, the little shot. Yeah, they are cute. They're so <laughs> cute. I was like, come on, Holy Ghost. But he has fun relationships, I think, with everybody. Even, like, I really like his relationship with his wife, because they do mm-hmm. come off as friends, which mm-hmm. I love that about them, because how can you be in a relationship with somebody that you're not friends with? Right. And they genuinely look like they enjoy, like they have fun right. together. Like right. they like each other. Right, right, right. Well, it was interesting going into that. Um, Dr. Davis is actually the, the name of the doctors that helped them. and That's was Pastor kind of Jamal's sister. Is it Jamal really? Bryant's, yeah. Oh, oh no really? way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Shout out. Sh- shout out. <laughs> um, so when they were meeting them, you could kind of see going what you were saying about the friendship vibe. Right. You could see, obviously, they have their disagreements like any two people that have their own mindset would have. Um, but I think it's the way way that they kind of work it out, um, I think it's cool because at the end of the day, you could tell that they love each other. And more than that, they love God. You know, right? And uh, and they like to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta and right. the that together. Was funny. And he is invested <laughs> that in that character. That was hilarious. Now, speaking of that, what, what do you think about? Because as they were talking, you know, he kind of started talking about his role as the the head of the household, um, and he had some very traditional opinions, right, um, about what he feels like. Because he even felt like if he kind of changed the diapers and did kind of some of the domestic duties, that he would be kind of being the wife. Um, obviously I don't agree with that. I think that you should definitely share in the responsibilities, but, um, I do know. And of course, you know, the therapist kind of probed like, where do you get that from? And his dad was like that. Right. You know? Yeah. I I mean, I'll just say it's, it's funny that Dominique brings that up and she says, um, even though his music is so out the box and like new age, (laughs) he's so traditional. (laughs) Right. right. Like the fact that he was like, I don't change dirty diapers. Like what? You don't change dirty diapers. And and it's because, you know, and I think that makes it, we should all think about that because there's things, especially in relationships, you have to go, people are products of their environment. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they're being a certain way to be mean to you. Like you have Mm -hmm. to go back to where does it come from? And, And nine times out of 10, it's, from how they grew up. Right. So he was just like, right. I had a great dad. He was a wonderful father. He provided mm-hmm. for us, but he never changed the diaper, mm-hmm. you know? And so for him, that's what it means to be a father, to provide, to be there, but you don't change diapers. Right. You, you out there making the money, make sure they have what they need. Right. But how interesting was that point that, you know, he was more so raised in this traditional household. And then you have Dominique who said she didn't have a, a father, a father figure at all. Right. At all. So, you know, she's just used to, you know, her household being just one way. So I just thought that was very interesting and in seeing how even without the counselor mm-hmm. or the therapist, excuse me, mm-hmm. that they were able to, you know, work through, mm-hmm. you know, the mishaps are, 
you know, the differences, right. basically. So right. I thought that was interesting. And, and I think, too, because uh, this is Diedrich, again, we said second marriage. I think he really, really wants us to work. I think he had whatever problems that he had in the previous marriage. He doesn't want to carry that over. So I think that's one of the reasons he was, you know, very... You know, wanting to to go ahead and have that therapist and says, yeah, I'm with that because I don't want to, you know, repeat the mistakes of my past. But wait, do you guys think they should have a nanny? A nanny? Yeah. Do you think they should get a nanny? I mean, I I think it's it's kind of hard to say. I think when you have, I can see where the wife or the mother, I should say, doesn't want that because she wants to have that relationship and she wants to have that bonding time with her kids. I'm not a mother, but um, obviously. Contrary to popular belief, what you heard, I am not a mother. You know, but I'm just again going with, you know, my my relationship with my mother and how she was with us. I know that, you know, it's very important, you know, for a mom to have that. And I right. think that her being a new mother and these kids being very young on top of that, she wants to have that. What do you think? Girl, get a nanny. I mean, she was <laughs> complaining about like, oh, I feel like I have 30 kids. Right. Well, that's why he suggested mm-hmm. that you get a nanny. Like, it, it's not that your value will be, you know, diminished in any way. It's just help. Like, you can have a nanny for like three hours. So you right. can right. go exercise or get your Run weave tightened. I'm just saying, right. Dominique. <laughs> but get I, a nanny. Right. I, I, I appreciate the, the solution, which is what uh, Dr. Davis said, which is mm-hmm. what would you be open to having a nanny for a few hours? Right. Which is, I think, honestly, what mom right. would say. Would not want to do yeah, Right, exactly. right. Just to be like, you know what? Just wash the inside and go take a nap really quick. Right. Like, right. sometimes you just need that. I need a reprieve. Right. <laughs> right. I just want to watch my show for like an hour. Can you like watch the kids for a couple hours, please? And I think, too, just going on that, (laughs) I think a lot of um, households that can't afford to have nannies, um, they just use mama. You know what I'm saying? Miss Brown. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Can you watch the kid? That's, in essence, been the nanny. You know what I'm saying? Miss Brown, I live with us. Exactly. So, you know, or the neighbor down the street or somebody else Mm -hmm. or auntie or or district missionary, you know, somebody that they felt, you know, they trusted or what have you. So it's not like, you know, mothers have gone without help. Um, I think the term nanny, a stranger or someone that you don't know very well, putting that role or being in that role, I think maybe is a little bit scary for her. Right. For Dominique. Or she's probably, you know, how a lot of us do. We just are Mm -hmm. trying to prove our point. Like, you know, she's a new mom, like we said, and Mm -hmm. she's trying to prove that, hey, I can do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I had these kids. I'm going to do the same thing that my mom did. Right. So, yeah, back up. I think think she's going to get it. I think she's going to get the nanny. I think, like I said, with the compromise and and once she sees how it is, she'll probably be like, oh, you know, we're going away for the weekend. You know, nanny (laughs) take up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because I think once you get used to it, you know, it just takes that. So, um, moving forward, this is really sad. Um, Noel Jones, um, he had found out um, about a pastor in Louisiana, his name was Pastor Harris, who actually got killed, right. um, was murdered in his church during church service. That's crazy. Uh, man, um, when I heard that, and I know, Corinne, we were talking, yeah. you said you actually remember it, you know, when it actually happened live um, and kind of some of the news that broke. Um, I mean, it's anytime something like that happens um, inside of a church, you know, I mean, this, this man had his kids and his grandkids there. Right. And this happened in front of them. Um, Noel Jones, of course, he wants to uh, be able to provide service and kind of help out. So he goes down there and he brings a team of pastors with him 
uh, to kind of help the situation. Um, now he did say that there was not his his actual denomination affiliation, um, but which shouldn't uh, matter, right? Which of course, it doesn't. Right, it does not. Um, but how do you feel about him? kind of taking on that to go and do that. Because, of course, there's a lot we don't know because of editing, because of what they want to tell us. Um, the, what I gathered from is that he kind of took it upon himself to do this. There obviously was some type of relationship with him, but it was kind of like he did it. It wasn't like they asked him to. He just kind of did it on on good faith or he just felt led to do or, that. Or, or so we know. Well, that's I what mean, I'm saying. I, they could have asked him, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? And then he... Would have been like, okay, fine, I'll come. Yeah, of right. course, I'll come and help out. Do you I was, think I, that? Do you think that they did? Yeah, because you remember when the daughter <laughs> Talisha was crying and right. she was just like, you know, when we talked to you, or we we was hoping you was gonna come. Like, uh-huh. how was? I really think they probably said something to him. Sorry. I don't think she okay. just said sat in her dad's office looking at all of the Noel, Noel Jones, Jones books and mm-hmm. was like, Noel Jones, please come yeah. help us. Right. I really do think they probably reached out and was like, is there anything you can do? And then mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? Yeah, definitely, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think his heart was in the right place, but I don't think he just heard about it and was like, I'm just going to go down. I think right. that they probably had a previous relationship. You know, right. a lot of times pastors mm-hmm. pay you to come to their church mm-hmm. or, you know, what have you. And I think it probably was one of those things. And then since he met them, I don't know, really the depth of the relationship mm-hmm. but that you know they met and then he caught wind of the story and then mm-hmm. maybe felt obligated right, right maybe something like that i just mm-hmm. don't think it was out of boo and oh i don't i don't think so either i just wanted I mean, to get somebody, your opinion yeah on that I, and i i will say this even though you know we bishop jones catches a lot of flack because of the non-traditional personal right. life what? he exactly. may have exactly um but i do think he really does love god and i do think he really does absolutely put, mm-hmm. his ministry is very important to him mm-hmm. and it was in this episode, it was very apparent to me because when he started tearing up, when um he was talking about the Who whole situation, tear up? right, that right, right. Not- and I was just like, oh, that, right. this is not just for TV. I mean, even though they might have set some stuff up, like I sure. can tell that he really wanted to be there and he really wanted to mm-hmm. help these people because that's such a tragic story. Mm-hmm. He could have left JJ the dog at home. <laughs> JJ got to go. No, no, I was I had an issue with JJ coming. <laughs> JJ, you know, JJ was in the JJ. church. <laughs> Did you repeat games? Right, yeah. which is why I have a problem. Like, we are not in JJ. LA. Look, Bishop Jones, you are in Lake Charles, Louisiana. This is not. LA. You don't bring no animals into the church, okay? But he did, honey. JJ is saved and sanctified and had been water baptized. <laughs> is he a, is JJ um, a service dog? Because I thought you can't be taking dogs just Goodbye. anywhere unless they are like service well, dogs. You can check them in and pay for them to fly as well. Right, I know that, but I'm saying, I just thought you can't, like, because think about it, in LA where we live, it's like, Dogs are everywhere. You at the restaurant. Right, exactly. You're in a store, supermarket, right. whatever. They the they dogs are come. inside like people. people but when you go Afro-Bus. outside of LA, right. <laughs> true. Yeah. But when you when <laughs> you go outside of LA, like that's not okay. You can't just be bringing dogs into mm-hmm. regular buildings. Well, they didn't right. mind in Lake Charles. I think you know, Thank like you. Bishop Jones was speaking in tongues, right? But JJ Bishop Jones speaking. knows, like you don't, you know the protocol when you go to other places. I don't right. think he should have. You should have left JJ with his mama Loretta. I'm just saying. Okay, girl. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't think. I think the serious. dog is 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 a moot point. You, exactly. I mean, I think I, you know that's you, no. I, I had an issue. I'm sorry. We had this because I really was mad about that. Like we having a real no. We were having a real serious conversation. He trying to get the story about this man getting shot and killed in his own church in front of his family. Did JJ but interrupt JJ anything? Did not do anything. JJ did not JJ interrupt was anything. Chilling because JJ was quiet. He was under the anointing. He was sitting with <laughs> the pastor and the stop. bishop and the first Fred. lady. 
JJ was fine, honey. They sold JJ oh one time. No, Walk, and I, walking in and on the leash. Right. That's it. And what y'all didn't see because Ooh, I was peeping trying. it because I was. What were you peeping? What were you peeping? I was like, they gonna let that dog in there. Um, <laughs> when it, when first lady was crying and she was, mm-hmm. you know she was getting ready to cry, right. tearing up. I you I saw Bishop Jones' hand moving like this. I was like, y'all let JJ over here ruining stuff. So okay. you think okay. that was JJ? I can't. It was okay. JJ. Move but you on. saw the leash. Oh, the leash okay. moving. Okay. So he was anyway, messing up the I'm moment. just saying. I think okay. he should have left JJ in a car or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay, I can't. I'm not even gonna talk okay. about this. Okay, okay, okay. So JJ she have we, a dog. We, we disagree about <laughs> she, JJ's involvement. <laughs> um <laughs> the, the one the the one Bless thing her. I do want to bring up about that, um, and this was in a different scene, this is when they were actually talking. I believe they were at a restaurant, and it was him and all his um, advisors. And he was thinking about who was going to help run the church. Um, and then there was uh, the issue of infidelity that came up for the pastor that got murdered. Right. Um, I thought, you know, I, I was kind of taken aback. I was like, okay, maybe that's, you know, could have been a motive for that happening. You know, this was a former deacon. They did say former. He wasn't currently at the church, um, and maybe he had some role in it. But I thought it was poor taste to bring that up. Um, in that type of situation, because um, obviously it didn't come up with the family, but it was like um, you're the the way the show is setting it up. It's setting up that he's going to go and he's going to be a part of this, you know, trying to help build up this church. So to bring that up, it kind of puts a bad taste like, oh, OK, well, then he died because maybe, you know, not he deserved it, but maybe it was something that was bound to happen or something of that nature. Well. I didn't take it like that. I, I think it was an honest discussion that they were having, just mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. I think it was poor taste in the production company to edit to that edit in. It they in. should have cut exactly. that out. Well, but, that's what I mean. But but I do. I'm talking. About, I'm not talking about them discussing okay. it. I'm talking about it being shown actually. Uh, or TV. if they wanted to share it, just give the whole news breaking story mm-hmm. at everything, right. like the reason why, what mm-hmm. you found out in the beginning, because they just showed that little snippet of the the anchor right. woman just right. saying, "Oh, there's been a fatality in a church." Right. Okay, but why? Right. Right, right, right. But I mean, I think we kind of all kind of like nobody's just going to walk in a church and shoot somebody. Exactly. Like that. I mean, if you think about it, a man that is that angry, mm-hmm. you did he's, there How many countless stories have we had over centuries of people right. killing other people over, in over their church? Spouse? Sure. Now, over sure. in church is a little crazy, <laughs> right. but but I will say it does say there's a passage in Proverbs that tells you don't sleep with a man's wife. Don't That's a it. deathbed. This is because that's how mm-hmm. invested people are with their spouse. You oh, yeah. can't mess with that. So, I mean, I think that was something that they would naturally talk about. Like, mm-hmm. why did this even happen? But and again, I, and bad, I, and poor I, taste and I, on the production I, I believe it's poor taste, and that's what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. But I do know where they were going with because they were basically trying to say that the church always was already having problems. Right. It wasn't like he died and then now the church is breaking up. You right. know, there was already some issues, you know, with the way the church was being run, How you know, kind of like, the, yeah, the bathrooms, the they said, all like, that kind of stuff. Why do I need to know right, that right now? Right. Like, you're so, interrupting my email space. Right. <laughs> Hello. So, I mean, I get what they were trying to do, but I, like I said, I think it was just poor taste for the production company putting that in because it, it kind of took me out of the moment. I'm like, oh, because then I'm thinking of other things as a viewer. That's just me personally. So, I mean, but, I mean, but that is real though, because we have to understand, we feel like churches are, Pristine. Yeah, and they're so pristine, and they're gonna run themselves. That's yeah. why you pay your tithes and your offerings. <laughs> building okay. funds. And no, uh, but that's real though. Who, right. How is a, ch- a toilet gonna fix itself? Right. Like that's what this stuff goes to. This right. is from the beginning of, of church right. culture. You, right. This is you had to give you help pay to keep the lights on, to keep the toilet working, to keep the air conditioning on in muggy old hot Louisiana. Like mm-hmm. that's what you got to do. So. Obviously, they've had a decline in, in membership, which means there's a decline in tithes and offerings. Correct. So there's you can't get a lot of stuff done when you don't have the funds to do it. That's mm-hmm. just that's 
Money Point 101. Like, right. That's yeah. just obvious. And so I think it was good that they brought that up because that's real. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they should have said that because then it because it makes it seem like the only issue with this church was that the pastor died. That's why everyone left. No, right. But for them exactly. to say, no, 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 this there was problems before. Beforehand. Then that, that's a whole different approach that you have Correct. to take. You know Correct. What I mean? Which to me, once I heard that, then it made more sense for him to go in and kind of do what he did with taking the leaders there, um, talking about because they even mentioned about buying the church. Right. Um, so it made more sense once that had happened. So there was probably even a reach out, even probably even prior to this happening. Yeah. And right. then it was just like, oh, okay, now this happened. I really got to go. Right. You know. So now I would be curious to see, and I wish they would have at least like put some little snippet in of like how the church is doing currently mm-hmm. you know since because this happened what in 2013 last was year was it last year so I'm sure that there has been progression mm-hmm. or maybe it's just not in existence anymore but right. I would like to you know I think that would just been a a good t- good to have or to kind of know, know right? what's yeah. going on yeah no I agree I agree um, I, I would say shout out to First Lady Harris because that is a to know, like, we don't know if the infidelity rumors were true, but if right. it was true, to sit here and be like, you know, regardless of that, I'm not going to let my husband's legacy be tarnished Correct. by that and have everyone forget Correct. all the wonderful that he did. Correct. So for her to step up to the plate and continue to preach and continue to, you know, hold it together for her family, even though mm-hmm. she's probably grieving inside for either the reason that he died and or she's angry. the fact that he's died. Like, yeah. right. So I give shout out to her. Shout right. out to her family for you know, going through such a tough time and still progressing right. forward. Right. I want to give a shout out too. Um, shout out and, and Megan, I need you to help me with this shout out. There's a shout out that we have about iTunes. Can you <laughs> tell iTunes. me about iTunes? Because yes. I want to know about iTunes. I've never heard it before. Can you Child, explain please, it to you me? You're lying over here. Let me move over here for uh, the, you get striked. <laughs> that lightning. Uh, make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. It's so easy. Just search After Buzz TV, Preachers of LA, and then click subscribe. It is free, honey. Free 99. And when you subscribe to it, you'll get our podcast automatically. And you can also give us five stars and rate, comment. Let us know what you think about Preachers of LA this season. Do you like it? Do you love it? What do you like and love about it? Let us know. Mm-hmm. And shout out to everybody who always comments on our YouTube Yeah, there's a lot of comments. Like, that's great. We love it. We love it. Um, speaking of something else that oh, I love. Oh, and shout out to Aya oh, yeah. who loved my singing last time. You were singing last time? I was last episode. Oh, were hating or singing? Like you, you had a stank face. I was singing. Oh, but they loved it they for real? They didn't think that they, they loved your spirit? I don't think they liked it. Did they love your spirit you know or they loved the singing? I don't think you know they liked that what singing. Was it? You know what I'm gonna just I'm gonna pray for the both of you. <laughs> Jesus, had, Jesus had haters, so I can I pray for your vocal folds? I'm praying for your vocal cords. Let's do that. <laughs> and the Let's name touch it agree. Oh, oh, no. oh she's here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Issue. All right. So um I wanna talk about this is my favorite, Jay, my man. Yes. What I, I love Jay. Jay. I love Jay. Pastor Hayslip. He's so dope. I love like, you know, just you know, you see him, and of course, I don't personally know any of these people, but just the diff. I feel like there's a difference between the way he he acts with his wife and like the other pastors. I feel like he just has a really good heart. I'm not judging anybody. I just really like his heart. I like how he displays his heart. Right. I'll right. put it like that. Um, but uh, he meets up last uh, episode. Uh, he had um, uh, met up with Justin who was a homeless man that one of his members had kind of directed him to. And and uh, he ended up meeting with him and took him to get something to eat. That all happened last episode. So this episode, we have like a follow-up. And you have um, 
Jay uh, with Justin and he's uh, basically meeting with him and he's talking to him and um, he decides, he's like, I want to help you out. You know, we're going to take you to rehab. But before you go to rehab, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to give you some clothes. Amazing. I'm going to cut your hair. And he puts on the gloves and he cuts his hair. That is amazing. He cuts his that hair. That is the epitome of Matthew yeah. 25, honey. You know, you fed me when I didn't right, have any food. Right. You told me I didn't have no clothes. Right. Oh. scripture. And you know what it also reminded me of is <laughs> yes, when um, is when uh, the <laughs> yes, disciples washed the feet. Right. And how humbling that was. Right. Because back then, you know, they would tread and walk with sandals. And, right. and so wash. it was like the most humbling part of servitude. Um, so that's what it reminded me of. And it, it just was amazing because he could have had he could have paid somebody to come and cut of his hair, course, which of they course. probably did. Because at the end we see we see he yeah. has buzz cut. Yeah, it was a yeah. nice line, yeah. right? And, <laughs> but, there, and there was least, a little 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 something in the back too, like what? meaning like he 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 kind of messed up in the back. No, I no, wa- no, I thought it was like no, I thought it was like ringworm. I talked in the after show. I talked. I oh, saw the after show. You said ringworm. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw the I saw the after show, and he was talking about that because they mentioned it, you know. And he's like, "What can't you do?" And he's like, "You know, I can do. You know, I can do a lot of stuff. I can't cook." You know, his wife's like, "You can't cook." He's like, "But I can cut a little." He's like, "But I did kind of mess up the back. That's why oh, I didn't show it really why good." That's why it was a little swirly. right. It was a little oh, swirly. I thought it was ringworm. Yeah. I'm not even on front. But I, I will say, and this and <laughs> this would be funny. I thought, that, right. I thought it was. But I will say, I found <laughs> out more in watching that is that he actually had bugs in his hair. Gross. Yeah. And that's why he had the gloves on, which, well, again, just, just more so, I mean, he's cutting this and he has bugs. But the fact that he's doing this because he wants to help out this individual. Right. You I, know, it wasn't stated sorry. in the show. You know what I'm saying? He didn't mention it. You know, but the fact that that was the case right. and he still did it, it just it just is dope. Right. That is is definitely who we saw him to be last season too. Mm-hmm. Because remember when he stumbled upon the lady who was struggling with her drug addiction in the right. park, and mm-hmm. he was wanting to aid her as well. Exactly. So I just this is really his passion. This is you know really what he's called to do. So right. I it just watching him just do this and just you know be so open and then share the story about you know his own son and his own personal addiction and then mm-hmm. his son having the addiction as well. I just was like, yo, I like him a right. little bit more. Yeah. And and I think that it's it's important. I said this in last in the last episode recap that you know, if you notice what Jesus did, he always met the need before he tried to give a word. Mm-hmm. You don't ever t- talk about this is why you need Jesus. Right. This is why you need the Lord. Prime example was the fish uh, the right. fish and the loaves of bread. People, if you hungry, right. feed him first. Mm-hmm. If this man needs clothes, mm-hmm. he needs a haircut he needs to be walked. like mm, he needs mm, these things mm, so you can't yes. expect you over here talking about we want to take you to rehab right but help the man first there's stuff right. he needs before he before he can go to a, an addiction mm-hmm. center mm-hmm. he needs certain things and so I just I love that that he really takes Pastor Jay takes a real serious Jesus approach to stuff right. which is the example that we should be following mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. um, and I want to mention speaking of um, of that uh, missing again Clarence McClendon. Of course. Why is he on where, the show? Where is you Clarence mean? McClendon? Why is where he on is, the show? Where every, is he? every episode we ask, why is he on the show? Where is he at? I'm, he's not. He's, he's, he's <laughs> not. Why is he in That's the credit? <laughs> why is he in the opening credit? Something's going to happen. We're going to phase him right on out. Did I mean, you, do, do, I mean, that? what? What is? I mean, honestly, like, what? What do you think? Because my thing, I'll just give you my opinion on it. I think that there is nothing. There's no story with him. You know, first of all, and we were talking about this, um, if you notice that if it's the men talking, you know, it's it's they have their own personal relationship with each other, but also their wives 
also have relationships with the other wives. So if it's not the pastors talking, it's their wives talking. With him, his wife is not involved with the other wives. She's never been. She's that never last been. Season, she was. She not wasn't either. He doesn't want her right <laughs> to be. Get your what would you So um, and so and obviously he you know feels some kind of way <laughs> about you know certain certain people. I'm sure I know he Dietrich. You know based on the first season he had a you know falling out with him and he kind of everything really hasn't been the same since. Right. So I I just think it's interesting that he's part of the show but he's not part of the show. Well maybe it's just a contract and I know l- l- Dietrich what's up with it? You're an executive producer. Let, call in. Do you think Come that they're the show, show, do you think know. that they're taping things with him and they're just oh, not yeah. airing it? Yeah because, because there's no story. Yeah, right, exactly. But I think Bishop McClendon probably set it up like that to where he's like yeah so I'm going to be a part of your show, but mm-hmm. I'm going to live my life. And then, okay, let me tell my wife and kids, let's live squeaky clean. They're going right. to be in the house today. Right, right. Forever. Because I don't want us to be shown in a negative, in light, negative in light in any way at all mm-hmm. that serves nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't that think That serves so. nobody. I, I, I just think it's, it's, I think he's being really, really squeaky clean with it because he doesn't, if you remember last, last season, he was really like, uh, when I looked at the commentaries outside of the episode where he and uh, Dietrich got into it at the man cave, mm-hmm. he was Sorry. really like, he, social media, like, stop saying these things. This is not true. It's not how I feel. Interviews back to back. Like, oh, he was defending his Right, actions. defending what he was doing. Like, they made me look like that. That's, mm-hmm. you're oh, please. Do- that's a problem because now you're trying to appear holier than them. Mm-hmm. That was honest. That was an honest reaction. Right. We right. all have flaws. We right. all have things about ourselves that probably are not favorable. And we're human. Right. right. And you don't help anybody when mm-hmm. you come off being so holy that you don't do anything wrong mm-hmm. because how he reacted was very wrong, but he should have been honest and said, you know what? I do need more patience. That's mm-hmm. a lesson I'm trying to learn and get right. in my life. That's a real lesson. Right. But he didn't They're going to be that. over here preaching. I'm sorry. I think <laughs> yeah. that right, we're going to have altar call here in a minute. He <laughs> came into the show thinking that he would be the star. And I hate to say it like that, but mm-hmm. that's definitely what I'm I'm thinking. And then he saw that there were some larger than life personalities mm-hmm. and people he just couldn't roll up on. Mm-hmm. And he just got or, offended or, and or, was like, I'm not going to be taping with y'all. Right. Or Deuces. everything was taped as it was. And then he saw in the first season that he didn't get no airtime. Nah, no, I think, I think it was he just he was very selective with um, what they were showing. He, he didn't want certain things to be shown about his life. He only wanted to show church stuff. We're in the house. Mm-hmm. Only the happy stuff. Nothing no. negative. Nothing bad. No, no, nothing dramatic. But guess what? That's boring. Right. That's not, And, and that's not real. Because mm-hmm. everyone, Goes everyone, no matter how horrible right. or great you are, has something mm-hmm. going on in their lives. And he did not want to be transparent to show that. And as a result, there is no story. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, well, you guys can come to my house today. All we're doing is sitting at the pool. <laughs> well, time for a new bishop. <laughs> Bye, McClendon. With your white shoes. Anyway, so, next. yeah, we're not in predictions yet, but I predict that he will not be in next Personally. episode, too. So, I'm just saying, <laughs> that's my early or prediction. Five, <laughs> <six>. <laughs> right. I feel like that's, like, the prediction every week. Every week, Hello, yeah. Like we're not be in the next one. Um, so, let's, let's, we talked a little bit. Let's talk about the ladies. Um, the ladies did meet up. Um, at JJ's Bistro, yes. um, they kind of met up. Prior to that, um, we didn't really talk about, but it was a really good moment with, um, it was uh, Pastor Jay's wife, um, and she met up with Dominique, and they kind of hashed out. She kind of was right. explaining herself about why she didn't come to the sip and see, and, you know, and, and I think it was very amicable. It was very good. They kind of just let each other know where they were at. I think it left on a good note. I think it was really good. Um, and, and, I, I, and I think it was really good that, mm-hmm. that Christy, 
let her know that exactly. you know I have a son that's older right. that's not yes. with Jay and yes. I haven't seen yes. him in two years. Secrets. Right. 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 But it's just so amazing. It's a that transparent people, moment. Right, right. Because that's real. How, she how many was connecting with mm-hmm. her. Right. How many families does that really happen with where mm-hmm. there's issues with parents and children mm-hmm. has nothing to do with how horrible a parent you are. Right. You could have been the best parent in the world but your right. child might be on like she said he's trying to find himself and so as a result we mm-hmm. haven't seen him in two years. Right. We haven't talked to him probably. Right. So that's real. And I mm-hmm. love that she doesn't, you know, hide that. Like, I can't right. tell people they're going to think I'm horrible. And it wasn't like no one asked her. Right. She volunteered the information. Right. So, no, I think it was good. And it kind of let Dominique know that she's, you know, she's not putting up a front. She's a real person. Right. And that's what it is. Um, so when they did meet up, um, they kind of talked and they kind of, um, you know, of course, um, um, the lovely Miss Jones. <laughs> I'm, she's not Miss Jones. Miss Jones <laughs> because she wants to be Miss Jones. She don't want to be Miss Jones. <laughs> she, does. No, she does. She does. She does. I don't she, think so. Come on now. Are you serious? Corinne. You don't think Loretta? You don't think if Bishop Noel Jones came up to Loretta and was like, Loretta, I must be faithful to you to no. for the rest of my they life. Take agree. this ring. No. She even Matt said it tough. when they were when they were at dinner with Ron and Lavette. Get your when life. they were at dinner. He even said, because they were like, well, you're not going to be able to. It's like, if he wants to be my husband, then he can be my husband. Like, right. she basically she said, like, if he asked her, she, she would say yes. She ain't think about no Jones. Look, all I'm Ooh. saying is, whatever. Loretta, she, she was kind of, you know, out there. And I love her, her style. She got a dope style. Yeah, Just on a side she's note. beautiful. She, she is. She is. So she was talking, and then she kind of brought up the person that wasn't there, <laughs> which was Lady Levette, and kind of how, you know, she was feeling. And I think, um, and all the ladies... My question to you guys is, do you think the ladies are now, now that they've seen kind of everything play out, do you think the ladies are siding with her now? Because it seemed like they were more on Lady Lavette's side and not Loretta's side. And after them talking and kind of how she exposed everything when they had their dinner and how she said, you know, Bishop Ron was and his wife was, it seemed like they were siding with Loretta and Bishop Noel. But I think so, there's two sides to every story. So right. obviously if the tables was turned and Loretta was not there and they Lavette be, was there, yeah. then they would be siding with Lavette because they hear mm. Lavette's side of the story okay. so that's really all it is i think what it is is they definitely know how to be neutral as well i mean okay. you know they they have to be for the sake of their positions and mm-hmm. who their husbands are so this is what you know what their strong suit is but another thing about loretta which i've noticed is she's likable mm-hmm. like she's yeah. a she's a she's a girl's girl mm-hmm. so i mean with her relationship being with noel jones or not like mm-hmm. she still has great foundation with with the first lady so mm-hmm. And who knew um, that Dominique cannot cook? You could tell. What she did she cook. say? What? Hold on, wait a minute. You tell she she, she cook. said I, I made spaghetti. <laughs> what you, what you, hold on, wait a minute, Lama. I need you to explain no, this to me. You can tell. How, how can you tell that Dominique can't cook? She, dude. No, I, I can't say really it. explain my motives. How can I, you I just tell? have special powers. Because there's women but, out here that would like to know. I don't know. No there's a few women out there who can't cook and they want to know homegirl can cook so it ain't me but I'm just saying she just said she just didn't give off the vibe that she knew how to cook really well, that's that's what I got he from didn't there. marry her for her yeah. but I'm saying before that how did you know I just I that? just already felt that in my spirit <laughs> you felt that in your spirit that, that Dominique can't cook it was in my shot time he had it was, a quick in, in his spirit about that, that I did it just it was just spoken to me that's all I'm saying I just when she said that it wasn't I'll put it this way when she said that it didn't surprise me 
It didn't surprise me. It did? I just feel like she's kind of domesticated. I didn't. But she's kind of. Just because she really? has two kids on her hip? Right. Yeah, no. and she carries them real mama like. like uh, I'm just saying, but she, you know, and, and then on top of that, I feel like Mama, I saw what uh, Mama Faye in uh, mm-hmm. last season was like yeah. cooking up a storm, so I fe- yeah. figured she was, you know, she Taught just followed her. suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. I didn't know. I thought Dominique could cook. When she said spaghetti, I was like, oh, yeah. child. I never yeah. thought about yeah. it because I said don't it care. Like, it might be spaghetti. That's that's how she said it. Spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> right. Wow. Anyway, but I thought it was <laughs> interesting. So um, let's get on into uh, predictions. Let's do that. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. All right, so um, I gave my pre-prediction about Bishop Clinton not being in the next episode, <laughs> Everybody did. Um, which Hello. we all agree with. But uh, I'll start with you, Megan. What do you predict? I know, uh, you know, there's some. Well, I don't. I'm, I'll let you do your thing. I mean, yeah, we saw a couple of things. It has to do with Bishop Gibson's sister, right. and also with a uh, uh, Cheney, Pastor Cheney's mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. I think that we'll see that there's some issues, some deep-seated issues with Pastor Cheney. Yes. I did look at um, a couple of extra. Extra videos they had online, the okay. Oxygen had for that, concerning that storyline. And mm-hmm. obviously, um, Pastor Cheney's brother and his mother have some serious issues to oh. the point where, of course, his mother has has filed a restraining order against his brother. Wow. So that, typically when it happens, what does that mean? That's like physical abuse, right? Um, well, a lot of cases. Well, she says that yeah. he hit her. Yeah. Right, right. So I'm cases. just like, yo, what kind of... Yo, you why are you hitting your mama? Right. Like what kind right. of world do we live in where it's okay that you think it's okay to hit your mother? Right. So and, and then I and of course Pastor Cheney tells his brother like yo when it comes I'm a man of God but when it comes to my family right. like I might fight you right. so you might need to get out of here right. so it's gonna be heated. But. Mm, interesting, <laughs> Corinne. Ah, uh, let's see. Um, Ron Gibson, his sister. I just have this feeling that she might not be off of the. The drugs. Mm. Really? Yeah. Dang, I was really hoping. Because she, because uh, last last uh, season, she went to rehab and, and came out and was cool. Right. right? Yeah, but then that's TV time she came right. out. So what, two weeks? Right. So I don't know. I, and it's just based off of her daughter's reaction. Mm-hmm. I mean, but of course, you know, she was just venting. So, you know, we'll see. Interesting. I hope she is, though. Right. Sean, I hope you are. <laughs> right. Um, well, I think um, that we're going to see, uh, I think there's going to be some more friction um, between Ron uh, and Loretta um, and and Noel Jones and that kind of whole season, situation, honey. yeah, I just think that that's gonna. I think that's and probably gonna be a constant, um, especially now because Loretta kind of was very definitive about how she felt. She's like, no, I don't want them as part of you know uh, going to be the crusade that they're doing. So I think that word is going to get back to her or them somehow, and then he's going to have you know something to say about. Do it. you guys, by the way, do you think that's right that Loretta's like, I will not work with them? Well, I mean, she's she's not the pastor, but I'm saying she's the liaison that's putting all this together, and she's saying that she will not work with them. Do you think she will when he tells her to? But no, I don't think it's right because, like she said, they're all supposed to be doing something for the greater good. You know. Well, I mean, I think she's just coming from a place because he knows or she knows that he doesn't respect her at all. Bishop Gibson does not respect Loretta. Well, why doesn't he respect her? Because she's not married to Noel Jones. No, because Bishop Jones don't respect her. Well. Right. On that yes. note, um, <laughs> where, saying, where's the background I'm music? I didn't say it was right. I didn't say it was right, but I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I woke up like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're going to end on that note. I'm closing up 
the the chapter. Um, we want to thank you for tuning in. Um, this has been uh, the After Buzz for Preachers of LA. Um, make sure you tune in next week because it's going to just keep getting better and better and better and better and um, somewhat holier, maybe, maybe, nah. maybe. I don't know. Or I don't not. know. Megan. Tell As me always, find you. you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. And don't forget, check out my web series on YouTube. It's called Colored People. Just check out Colored People TV, and you'll see it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> hey, I'm at on Twitter, just saying 08, and Instagram, just saying 1908. Bam. And you can find me um, all day, every day, at The Poet Saint, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you follow me and my beautiful uh, co-host, um, So because we like being followed. That's how we do it. Thank you. God bless. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Hallelujah. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.